Welcome to this sneak peek of my new show. Um, I am Anthony Diaz. I am a writer, podcast host, um, trying to do the thing with the thing, I guess. <laughs> and uh, this show, I wanted to, um, you know, call it what it is. I, I think it's just a little me being a little uh, uh, selfish. And um, I really just wanted to... Um, just get my my writing and my work out there, um, you know, just to promote myself because, you know, I, I one day I do want to be um, published, whether it's traditionally by a publisher or I do it by myself through Amazon. Um, I, I don't know, but I've been doing these things on this website called vocal.media and they present these opportunities to try to win cash prizes and um, these are all just challenges that that are in um, the website and they range from poetry and they range from sci-fi horror and they give you prompts and basically you just have up to a couple of days uh, I think the longest one was I think 30 days long and you have that time frame to write submit and hopefully people read your stuff and then you win cash prizes. Um, so let's just dive right into it. This is um, this is a sneak peek preview of my of, of the new show that has not been named yet, <laughs> but hopefully we'll have a name soon. And um, the prompt for this um, was called Behind the Last Window. And uh, let's see. I'm going to, you'll hear me, you're, you're going to hear me scroll a little bit because, you know, I don't know if, if I want this to be like polished like normally or, or I, I don't know. I'm just right now just talking on my ass. <laughs> um, so the prompt is write a dystopian fiction story about the last window to the outside world that starts with this first sentence. The outside world was unknown to her but she could see a glimpse of it through the window in his room. <clears throat> so this is my submission. Um, this is called Riverwalk, October 3rd, 2188. Hope you enjoy. The outside world was unknown to her, but she could see a glimpse of it through the window in his room. The room was a lower-level hotel suite of the long-abandoned Marriott's in downtown San Antonio, Texas. It offered a view of Interstate 37 and the fortified areas within a few miles north of her site. On this day, October 3rd, 2188, it began to rain in the early morning hours but cleared early enough for the sun to rise to a cloudless sky. She woke up alone in her inherited room once belonged to her father. Coffee was scarce these days, but with an almost guaranteed arrival of supplies within the next few days, she allowed herself the freedom to make more potent brew 
in her Chemex coffee maker. She used a quarter of her daily water rations for her morning routine. The morning rain brought good fortune upon her and her community within the borders of Riverwalk. The community was appropriately managed and would not allow anything to go to waste, especially rainwater. The rainwater would have to be rigorously tested for safe drinkable levels, but, of course, that would be after the multiple filtration steps and deradiation. She dragged the desk chair to her window and propped up her feet on the windowsill. She had lived within the community since birth. Throughout her 18 years, she only knew this fortified place. Traveling tradesmen and scouts often made their way to Riverwalk, but it wasn't until the overthrow and destruction of North Star that more permanent residents made their way to their home. She sat and sipped on her coffee. She stared at the on-ramp of Interstate 37 and wondered how traffic was in the nostalgic yesteryears of her movie and television collections. Vehicles still maneuver, but these are not the gas-guzzling monsters of her shows, but the battery-operated machines that replace them. The use of these vehicles were strictly regulated by her community and her neighbors. They did not want to draw any unwanted attention from the things that mutated into what they are now. Even through the window, she could hear something screech in the distance. She knew she was safe within her walls, and even though she had never seen many of the creatures with her own eyes, she could catch a glimpse of them from her window and see the pictures and drawings from the scouts. The view this morning was peaceful. There were no clouds in the sky as the hour turned nine. She laughed at herself as she remembered her father saying that time no longer had any relevance after the last known corporation fell from their own doing. She was still very young as her father was retelling stories of his father having to wake up at a certain time to make it across the city to report to a building and perform tasks for money. She still had a small collection of old money from the year 2022. Relics. It wasn't that time had no meaning, he would explain. They still had important things to do in a timely manner. But the correlation of the phrase, time is money, no longer had a meaning. Thusly, to her, nine in the morning, or what she believed to be nine in the morning, had no significance this day. She continued to sip on her coffee, but quickly her eyes were fixed on a moving object coming from East Commerce Street. It was too far to make out what it was behind the purposely stacked piles of concrete and cars. There were no extended antennae, no obvious exoskeleton, nothing to cause any immediate alarm at the moment until it made its way to a more visible spot. It was a dog. Poor thing. It must have survived like she had to. There was no telling what shape it was in from her vantage point, but it must have been a fighter. A knock came on her door. More than likely, it was her mother or friends asking for her company as they made their way to breakfast. She glanced one last time at the window in hopes of seeing the wandering dog one last time. Unfortunately, it was gone, as quickly as it appeared. Good luck, she whispered to the window. Hope to see you tomorrow, she whispered once more. 
So there you have it. I chose a very short one to read to you. Um, this is again called Riverwalk. Um, it is on my uh, personal vocal.media uh, website. Um, so the premise of this it was a much, 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 much larger story. I had an idea that um, the, the prompt was, was given this dystopian future, um, but I didn't want to go, you know, insanely dystopian where, you know, if people were, um, you know, without food, without water and things like that. I wanted to go to where civilization and humanity kind of figured out how to live. But then the rebuilding process is just it's just it t- takes too long because I would imagine that <clears throat> people couldn't agree on a whole lot, especially in my in my mind. I don't think people would agree on the government and how things are supposed to be ran. But this community here in what is what what is uh, San Antonio in the Riverwalk, if you've ever been there um, real quickly. Uh, it is downtown San Antonio, and then there's the the river that runs through uh, downtown, and there are restaurants and a mall, hotels, all that stuff right there. So um, naturally, to me, I, I think it would make more sense if people were to gravitate towards those buildings downtown. One, you have um, a a relatively you know reliable water source out to the city. Um, and then, uh, two, you would have protection from the, from the tall buildings. You could find shelter very quickly. You, you can, you know, barricade, um, roads and you have your own little community, especially if you go inside the mall and the mall is huge and you can, you know, scavenge and, and have all of your opportunities to survive there, uh, on like the, the first wave of this dystopian, you know, future. So the the big picture was you have this this young lady who um, apparently inherited this this suite this uh, nicer room from her father probably someone who either did a lot in the community or was prominent in making decisions and things like that a leader and she inherited the room and she only knows this community. And I would assume that she's probably never been f- too far out of the um, of her living space of her community. Um, but like I said, it'll, it'll, things people would come in for to trade and to and to scout. Um, the scouts would come in and report in about like any of the um, uh, what I had what I have put as like mutated monsters or mutated animals. Um, <clears throat> I guess probably had the idea that we we would just completely wreck ourselves pollution wise and then you know animals continued to evolve and thusly made like exoskeletons to protect itself from uh from the blistering sun or um maybe there was a a, a nuclear fallout somewhere uh, i i don't know uh but i the 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 main idea was that this wasn't people trying to scavenge on by themselves to make their, to to survive. Like people came together, they had a community, they they gathered knowledge. Um, of course, they probably had old books, probably that they referenced, and of course, stories that were passed down from generation. And um, 
uh, I would imagine that people who were traditionally farmers or um, people who had farms knew how to live off the land and knew uh, knew all the survival things that you needed to know. Um, and yeah, and I wrote I wrote this. Um, <clears throat> I didn't want to go because this these stories have between a word limit of six hundred to five thousand words, and I didn't I didn't want to go over maybe like 2000 words. I can't remember what the word count was, but it was, it was very, very small because I was finding myself getting really, really, really into one section of the story. Cause what I wanted to do is I wanted to create a, a feeling of not so much loneliness being in this dystopian future, but she has a community. She has her mother. She has friends. They have a job to do. They do these these tasks for a community. But then looking out the window, you see this lonely dog who has to survive outside the walls. And they can't bring the dog in because they don't know if that dog's either infected or has diseases, um, whether it's friendly or or what it would have you or bait. You know, I, I thought about. Uh, possibly having it as a, a a human bait, you know, that you pull on their heartstrings and the human goes out and is like, oh my god, it's a dog, trying to bring it in. Um, yeah, I wanted to to paint the the picture of of just a a small little snapshot of of not this horrific dystopian future, but like this this hope that humanity will survive in in the face of just destruction they'll they'll figure it out and whether they um whether they you know pushed all the the bad people aside quote unquote bad people the people who are just who are um they're not pulling their weight or or they were just um in it for themselves they figured out a way to survive and then the largest story i had was that all governments just collapsed you know, there was, there's, there was nobody ruling, ruling anything. Money didn't exist. You, you had things to trade. So, you know, it was a barter system and, um, all of the, all of the filthy, filthy rich kind of like hung on to their assets. But then when they weren't worth anything anymore, then they were just left to just, you know, um, wither away <laughs> and that was that was that was one an, another one of the pictures that i had in my head so yeah um this is a this is going to be a brand new thing this is this is um uh show number two you know uh i do have um i will continue F- 50 states of terror obviously um that's not going anywhere uh i'm going to start this up and this will be hopefully this will be bi-weekly as well or whenever I can <laughs> get to it. Um, I think the hardest part about this is is reading it and, and be like, well, okay, in my head, it's like this. But uh, I mean, I can't, uh, I can't like, I can't say it. I can't say words. <laughs> um, but I do hope that uh, you enjoy it. Um, this will have its own separate channel. This, this will have its own separate um, show, its own, its own feed. It, it'd be a completely separate show. Um, and then it's, it's all just about writing, um, and the writing process. And I, hopefully my, my ultimate goal is to, um, is to have 
writers, authors, poets, filmmakers, screenwriters, um, as potential guests and to, to showcase their, their art and showcase their work through, through the show. Um, I, I am trying to, to live out my dream to be an author. And I think, I think I'm on the, the right steps. I hope, I don't know. We'll see. Thank you all for joining me again. My name is Anthony Diaz. I am um, the author of Riverwalk, um, the, the story you heard today. Um, and uh, like, follow. Uh, I will have. I will eventually have uh, my own social media stuff for this um, shortly. I, I just. I just wanted to, to put this out there as a, as a feeler, and as a as a. Um, I guess a sneak peek. Like, hey, do. You, do you like this kind of stuff? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I do appreciate everybody for listening. I do appreciate all of y'all for sticking with me. And and yeah, later y'all. <laughs>